Welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk Business. I'm Mr. Clean, hosting with the Hitman. Hey, peeps. It's the Hitman speaking. I hope everyone's good out there and everyone's keeping themselves safe. Mr. Green, I take it you've got a big, big, big show ahead of us. What's that? Well, first of all, the Miz. The Miz won. <laughs> yep. Yeah. New champ. Yep. We was both talking about, you know, you were talking about how you don't want to see the Miz go to WrestleMania. Look at him now. He's going to WrestleMania. Well, he's not guaranteed, is he? <laughs> he's still got a bit of time to go. Might be Bobby Lashley going to WrestleMania. Mm, well, you know what? Bobby is my guy. But hey, mm. I would like Bobby Lashley to go to WrestleMania. But at this point, it will be Miz versus um, Drew. So, hey. You think? Yeah. I personally want Lashley to go to WrestleMania. Because again, you know me already. I've liked Lashley for a long time. You know that already. I stuck for yeah. this guy, and I said, you know what, this guy deserves a shot. You know, he's he's owned these skills at TNA. Obviously, he's done the Bellator fight, which has actually obviously helped him as well. Yeah. But you know, I, again, I don't mind Miz, but I, obviously, I know basically for me it was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake on my part. I thought, you know what, I don't mind you know Miz winning the WWE title for you. I know you didn't really like it, so no, I, I'll be honest. I mean, I, I feel like it. I didn't expect it to happen. I figured he's not going to win it. I don't like the way he's been presented. I don't feel like he's presented as on that level. When he can get squashed that easy, like last year, him and John Morrison could lose. It's like his presentation, that back in the day when he won that title the first time, it was like, ah, he's actually evolved. Like, he's evolved well before that. Mm. And that, that was, we, we talked about then, and I like, thought like him going into WrestleMania, was like, yeah, he carries himself well. And even now he does. He's one of those people you can just sort of slot back in Mm. It, I don't. I don't. You know, it's. I feel like he should have been kept at a decent level. He's been mm. a bit of a like. Wow, but yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. It was him winning it and like the episode of Raw, it's like because the, the guy can he can present himself well. Oh yeah, and it's like he's not presented as this badass like kickass champion. No, part of the story. So it's like he's a weasel. He's done it with the money in the bank thing, but it's like he's... It was an intriguing story. Watch Raw. You didn't even have Drew McIntyre on it, but it was like an intriguing episode. You know, with Lashley gave him an ultimatum mm. to, to, you know, it, the whole thing was good. I thought that was really good. And it's like, it's it's added a, it's made it interesting. I'll, I'll give credit. It's like, I don't think it was a bad bad call in the end. Uh, maybe we're looking at like a triple threat yeah. or even a four-way yeah. for WrestleMania. Or, you know... Because I, I thought, so well, obviously we'll get into the Elimination Chamber as we go on, but I thought when you was watching that, I don't know if you noticed the, just before like the match, mm. the Elimination Chamber match, they had MVP talking with Miz. Yeah, I know, yeah. And so I was thinking, oh, okay, so Drew's going <laughs> to, something's going to happen to Drew, like Lashley, will, I was thinking they were going to sell the contract, like the money in the bank to Lashley. Yeah. I was expecting, so Lashley comes out and he cashes in and becomes a champion. Mm. Almost like, you know, our Edge took it off Cena back in the day. Yeah. After he's gone through the grueling elimination chamber, so I I didn't think that like I've, I Lashley came out. It's like okay, he's gonna cash in. That's why we thought they would have gone. So it's like Lashley goes straight. So he's mm. now the through face him at WrestleMania. But obviously Miz being in it, maybe Miz is gonna be the is gonna stay champ after he's got the match with Lashley next week. But I don't know. It's made it interesting, and we'll just have to see how they how it plays out now. It's not bad for Braun. Who? Mr. Strowman. Who? 
<laughs> it feels what, like a hoop now. What big for nothing? Or big for nothing? <laughs> he was he was a bit big for nothing in that match. He just like <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> poor broad. He's big for nothing, mate. I told you from day I you know what, not from day one. From when he didn't beat Lesnar, for me, that's when his stock dropped. Then he mm. became tag champ with that ten year old kid. I said, Nope, I'm not buying mm. this guy again. You won't see yeah. Lesnar you won't see Lesnar doing that stuff. Maybe Andre, because Andre is, you know, a different, you know, he's a giant, but he's like a friendly giant, but also he can be like a badass kind of giant as well. So he's like a bit of both. But mm. Andre kind of had that loud and life kind of feel to him. Braun doesn't. Braun, to me, has always been a killer. Killers aren't nice guys. Mm. He's not a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. He should not be a nice guy, you know? Now he's dressing as if, like, what's his name? He's dressing like Arnie. Arnie in Commando. Nothing wrong with that. No, 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 I like it, but then it's like, well, you know, you're not Arnie. Arnie basically, well, Arnie can basically not die. <laughs> you know, in Commando, look at, you know, all of them practically died apart from a minute. Mm. You know? And it's like, you know, again, nothing wrong with Braun, but I, I, I just feel with him, you know, when they gave him the belt, that should have been the thing really to kind of elevate him. I know sometimes they say, you know, you make the belt, but, you know, um, the belt shouldn't, shouldn't always make you. Mm. But yeah. I think it's one of those things where Braun, when he was like the Universal Champion, that really should have made him. It's like, okay, you're the champ now. This can now take it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, it, sh- it should have been a way to almost kind of forget what's happened before. It's like it's a restart, but it, it wasn't. It's back to him being... It, it's it's weird because you think of how well he was protected in the beginning. Mm. When he big push, you know, like we talked about it, like even though he lost in the Elimination Chamber... It's like he destroyed everybody up until it's like everything but him getting the one, two, three in the end for the one last elimination. He was dominant. Yeah. It's like, you know, every, everything was done when he lost Lesnar, even. Yeah. He, he beat, like, he beat him up the next night or he beat, yeah, it's like he'll do so. He'll tip an amb- ambulance over or something significant. And it's almost like, okay, we don't want you to like harbor on the fact that he lost. Mm. He still, yeah, they, protect him so well now it's like he's just yeah he's just another guy he's average just just brawn because that's the thing i mean once they announced that it was going to be a triple threat and if he beats lashley he gets in the triple threat because i was thinking yeah put them two against each other if like whoever wins faces miz next week yeah and it it did feel like contrived to set up like okay so it's going to be a triple threat so it's like (laughs) on top of that (laughs) lashley was already going to be the the challenger they throw brawn in there to try and mess it up and Lashley's like nope (laughs) you're out boom i'm still the challenger it's like he just he just felt like an afterthought, and he's yeah he should be this immense immense conquest. I'm not saying he should never lose somebody, but it's like that should be so so significant. Like beating beating Goldberg, beating Lesnar should feel like a massive deal, and it should be so hard to do. That's how I look at it for somebody of that stature. Same with Lashley, same with Brock. People yeah. like that. It's like I'm not saying they should never lose. Of course they should, but it should feel like such a massive massive achievement if you do that. I agree. I agree. I, I think. I don't know. I think with Braun, like what you said, he's had many opportunities. You know, on Raw, that should have been a thing of, okay, let's put you in it and try to at least give you a bit of a boost. Like, no. No. I don't know. Personally, again, nothing against the writers and stuff like that, Bruce and Vince and that, but why even give him the match? Why? Why? You know already he's not going to win. You know it's not going to do anything for him. These guys have been in the business for, what, 40 plus years? They should know this by now. Yeah, I, I guess it. it does strengthen. I mean, obviously, it strengthens Lashley because it does. It did seem like okay, Lashley's going to lose here or something screwy. 
it does make Lashley look that much better that you know he he, he overcame an extra obstacle. And but he's still- Lashley. He's Lashley though. He's Lashley. He's Lashley, the Bellator fighter. You know. Oh, mm. but again, in WWE's world, that you know, in WWE's world, he he he's not a fighter. In their mind, he's just a wrestler. Yeah, but he's getting that kind of uh, aura about him now, isn't he? He's getting that right. Re- he's being protected. He's getting that reputation of like, it's it's he's booking is close to Lesnar. He's being yeah. booked because you saw the triple threat where he lost the belt to uh, Riddle. Oh yeah, like that was again so protected there. It's like and that match they were t- treated as like they got no chance. Like Lashley's not even like they're not even on his level. That yeah. was the presentation from the commentary. Commentary, the actual match. It's mm. like. These guys are out of the depth. Like everyone, most people felt with Lesnar, it's like you don't even stand a chance. That mm. was the Look how many times he's like mauled Riddle. Oh, gosh, yeah. It just looks like Riddle's not really... Yeah, he keeps coming at him, but it's like he's got no chance. He's not on mm. that level. He couldn't hang, really, with the guy. It's like he, he's a next level. They've done really well to put him in that kind of bracket now, protected him. That's why it, it would be nice for him to be the champ. Ah! You're would, phony. Uh, You're a phony, mate. What are you talking about? You're a phony. I've been saying for years about how, how this guy was decent. Yeah, decent. De- I've been saying this guy was decent for years. Him, Miz, no, no, Miz, um, him and MVP was decent. But I thought he was pretty decent. When he, when he went to TNA, I thought he became good. And yeah. you kept saying to me, oh, you know, <laughs> there's no conviction behind him. Like, he's big, but there's nothing else in it. There's no conviction. I don't, you know, I don't believe him. So he just goes through the motions. Yeah, it's, it's different now. He's different. That's the thing. If somebody is at that time, I don't think he necessarily, it wasn't a terrible choice to champion, but he wasn't like, oh, he should be the champion. Those times back then, I mean, you could see that the charisma wasn't coming across. So it's like he's good. He's athletic. He looks the part, but it was just that mm. like, disconnect. I don't think he's got the disconnect now. So now he is actually like presenting an aura similar to Brock. And that's amazing because obviously, let's say Brock's next level. So mm. I, I do think now, like it would, it would be good. Like I, I've never, I've never disliked Lashley. I actually liked him from the early day. I mean, well, that time when he was having the big push with uh, Donald Trump, JBL, yeah. Well, Donald Trump is he's at WrestleMania as he's backer. Oh yeah, him and Umaga, isn't it? Yeah, like diving through the cage, like, yeah. <laughs> like he had a really good. He was coming across well. Yeah, kind of just like dropped off, but it's like he just he didn't quite have that same sort of. Chris, you see, like when he came back and he was having that little feud with Sami Zayn. That was stupid. That was yeah. Crazy. It's like the, you know, the angles and stuff like that. It's like, mm, this is, this is how he like with MVP as well. The package just comes, uh, comes across really well. So I, you could definitely buy him as being the WWE champion. And oh, of course you can. Yeah. And it would be a, it would be good. I, I wouldn't be against it. And him going up against Drew. Be a good WrestleMania match. You know, I will say this on behalf of MVP. All those people who said that the guy wasn't good enough, they can kiss his ass, mate. Because you know what? I like him. Anton likes him. Many many people like him. We think mm. he's decent. We think he's really good on the mic. He carries himself really well. This guy really, it, to, you know what, to me, he reminds me of a new, newer version of Slick. Mm. He's, and it's not because he's black, no. Nothing like that. But Slick basically had his suits. He knew how to kind of carry himself. He had certain jives, certain words behind him. MVP to me is like a modern day Slick. I love it. Personally, but he's but he's he's much more stylish. He's got more of a flair, much more you know. It's better. You know, he's not as wacky on the on the promo. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love slick promos. Yeah. <laughs> Turn out the lights, the party's over. It's just not just promos, like just into the camera after matches. He did yeah. that in Power and Glory. I was like, yeah, he was yeah. 
Oh, gosh. Well, I was going to say, what did you think of the pay-per-view as a overall? I enjoyed thing? it. No, I did. like. I liked it. I mean, I I was happy with the result. <clears throat> with uh, what? Um, Roman Reigns? Just in general. Yeah, I mean, I the elimination chance, you remember the predictions. Yeah. I was clear. I, I enjoyed that one. That most more so the SmackDown elimination chance. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. good. I enjoyed that. The storytelling. You know what? I actually thought Cesaro was going to win for a split second. I thought, oh, Cesaro might win. See, I, I once Kevin Owens was out. Yeah. I'm like, there we go. So it's going to come down to like Jay Uso and one of those two. Yeah. And obviously, Nuka could he, could he go either way? And I guess Daniel Bryan was the more the stronger candidate. But then mm. I've gone for a little bit of a a wild card with Cesaro. Mm. But yeah, so there's that part of me thinking, oh, I was close. <laughs> I was close. Cesaro almost did it. Mm. But I thought they did it well. I mean, that elimination on Kevin Owens was good. True. That crumb across dramatic. Um, AJ was was good in the in there. I thought uh, there's that little part of me that's like, why didn't they at least let him eliminate, say, Jeff Hardy? Yeah. Respect to Jeff Hardy. But you know when he did this thing where Omos is Omos? Oh, yeah. We ripped the pod so he could come out early. Yeah. He had just done like two RKOs. Mm. It wasn't like go for Jeff Hardy first because he's the one who just took it and he's been in there from the beginning. Pin him. Mm. Like, okay, at least his little scam worked and then he tries Kofi and Kofi kicks out. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I was just watching, I think, it's AJ, yeah, give, couldn't you just give him that? Like, did Jeff need to still be there? Maybe need to catch Kofi on the dives. I don't know. Maybe. But it was a good, a good match. I mean, that's that's nitpicky, isn't it? But I thought it was good. I did enjoy it and, yeah, and, and Daniel Bryan winning. I'm not, I wasn't upset at that apart from the fact that he stopped me Getting an extra result. What, what did I get from him? Did I win? No, you picked Kevin Owens. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, so you oh, was at me. I knew, like, oh, but it's like, unless Cesaro actually wins, I don't get credit for that <laughs> that win. <laughs> <laughs> like, technically, me and Julia lasted, like, <laughs> no, Julia lasted right to the end. She was the closest out of all of us. Yeah. Hit Jey Uso. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Brian, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to let Julia know that she's, she's she scored the high one she was yeah. close but yeah but no none of us won that one we were all wrong for the elimination chamber we were mm. right Roman beats daniel bryan or whoever he faces ah, you know what anton there's not nothing against them um, i have nothing against you know roman facing the winner of the chamber afterwards but mm. in a bad way i didn't think he was gonna lose anyway no matter who he faced it was just like this guy's beat this guy's the beast this guy right you know he's my tribal chief he's the guy yeah. who's in charge and everything he ain't going to lose. I didn't think he was going to lose anyway. It made no sense to lose. But then that builds up his his position, doesn't it? I mean, his, his character of being this, like, opportunist. It's really, like, making everybody work for it. And he's, mm. you know, and now he just kind of, like, cruises for everything, doesn't he? He's got Paul Heyman, yeah. you know, making things easy for him. That's that's his thing. He's kind of ruling it. He's, he's abusing his power. But mm. adds to Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it was not. It was it was short. It was very short. Obviously, the thing with Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. it's like but it, yeah, it's good for character build. For oh yeah, I think the only thing I thought about, I thought, did I really want Edge to face him? And from a fan perspective of Edge, my thing is this: Edge, you ain't winning that. <laughs> you're not. Winning, mm. You're not going to win. You ain't winning. So it's like, well, probably not. Yeah, I'd assume yeah, it's not. Like, yeah, I like the, I like the story. You know, he's come back. You know, he's come back from. You know, gosh, how long? More than five years with an injury. You know, career-friendly injury. 
He's done well at Royal Rumble. But at the same time, thinking the story is you have to win. You have to win in order for the story to, for me to be complete. Mm. You're not beating Roman. And again, it's like, personally, I'd like if he beats Roman. But the thing is, for Roman's push, it's not good. Yeah. Like you said, we both talked about last week where we talked about how we missed those days where you get like a, a year reign. Or I call it, I, I call it basically the Hogan reign. The Hogan warrior reign. The mm. year, the savage reign. So we need, he needs something like that, personally. He needs it. All this six months, eight months reign, yeah. Doesn't, that's good compared to how it's been over the last couple of years. But still, I think for what they're going with Roman, because he's, he's the guy, you know, he's his yard man, I think. I think mm. he needs that year, year and a half um, long reign, personally. Yeah, so, I'd keep, I'd keep, I'd like to see him keep it until there's something really significant. I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the match with him and Edge, but I personally like, yeah, I, I, I think it'd be good for Roman to hang on to it to beat him. Oh yeah, I agree. About, I, yeah. I agree. With you. I agree. It's like mm-hmm. again, I wouldn't mind Edge winning just to kind of have that little moment. But it's like, look, you've had many moments. You fought Taker WrestleMania, you know. Yeah. You didn't win, but you know, you was you, you was in the main event. You fought Del Rio, but then you was an opener, so that, that didn't help. You fought Jericho. Yeah, you didn't win that. You didn't win that, and neither was he the main event, which didn't help. So it's like, you know, I kind of get that he wants that moment with Smino. He wants to hold the belt. Last match, well, not the sick of the last match, the main event. Mm. If they give him that, then fine. But if they don't give it to him, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be a good match. That's that's a good thing. I, I think I prefer that one. One thing's for sure. I can wipe my brow. We're not getting that triple threat you've been haunting me with. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Official. It's official. We've got a match for Edge. Well, look. Miz is in the main event, so look at that. <laughs> Potentially. Nah, he's in the main that, event. I'd actually prefer I just I wasn't feeling that, that match, the triple threat. So I'd, I'd feel Miz in the triple threat more so if it was Miz, Lashley, and Drew than that one that was proposed. Anybody, everybody, anybody and everybody who listens to this, you heard the crap that this guy just said. He would rather see Miz and Lashley with Drew McIntyre in a main event WrestleMania for the WWE title than Edge, Orton and Drew. Why is that crap? Edge, Orton and Drew. You Mm -hmm. don't want to see that, but you prefer Miz and I like, I don't mind Miz. And Lashley, I like Lashley, but come on. You're saying that's a bigger main event than Edge and Randy Orton. Be more entertaining main event for sure. Why? Did you see last year's WrestleMania? Yeah, I saw last year's WrestleMania. It, Edge, Orton. It wasn't that bad. Come on. It was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good match. It was just long. That's what it was. It was nah, long. But I, I wasn't, I'm not really feeling that. I, I don't know. It's just, there's, there's more story to, to Miz. Look. He's trying to weasel his way out of the match, like trying look, to survive. For me, and you know how my mind works, if I was Randy, I would go to Edge's house. I would stalk Beth. <laughs> I would stalk Beth, stalk his kids, beat up Beth for the kids. Oh, but he did, did that oh, something last year. He, no, 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 no. I would go into the Beth. house and beat down Beth for the kids. <laughs> then basically what I will do, I will take the kids and say, look, I'm your new daddy now. I'm your new daddy. Mm-hmm. You basically really get into Edge's mind and say, look, Edge, you and I both know already I'm better than you. I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to go after every single family member you have, beat down everybody you have, take your children as my own, <laughs> until until you say you're not going to be at the main event of WrestleMania, give it to me. 
You give it to me and I'll leave you alone. I know you fans might say, oh, that's a bit sadistic, but me? Again, I'm like Oli Anderson. When I go for heat, I go for heat, proper heat. Mm. To me, to, to RKO her and everything was enough, mate. Told you, I'll stalk that house. You see what I'll, I'll, you know what is? I would do an angle. I would do an angle basically where she's she's going to this um to Walmart or, or she's going basically for groceries, mm. and she's looking up. She's looking for the rearview mirror. Bam! Randall's <laughs> in the back of the car. <laughs> He's in the back of the car. Where to, Beth? Yep. <laughs> or she's going. She's, they're basically um. Sorry, apologize. <clears throat> apologize. Huh? Um. Let's say obviously because Edge basically lives on like a farm in it. Yeah. They're mm. going for their farm. And they see like um, ducks in a pond. Next thing you see, you see Randall comes out of the water, scares Beth and the kids, grabs the kids and say, "Look, you tell you tell Edge if he wants if he wants to, if he wants to not go WrestleMania, give me the shot. If not, I'm gonna come, come, I'm gonna keep on doing this. That's what I do. That's my kind of mindset. That's my mindset, mate. I'm picturing Randy Orton coming out of the water. <laughs> you need to direct this game. <laughs> Send an email quick to, to WWE. It's not too late. They might be able to get Edge out." You know, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. Edge is in, Edge is in the gym. Or let's say Edge is going for like a meal. Yeah? Mm. Randy Orton uh, Randy Orton's basically like one of the waiters. He basically gets like a, I don't know, like, like, like a plate or something. Bash it over Edge's head. Let's say Edge basically like with external family members who, you know, he doesn't really know wrestling. He's beating Edge down there. Think they legitimately think, what's going on? It, Randy Orton basically pulls out like a gun. Let's say, hey, stand back. Stand back. <laughs> And then, he, then he's over and said, look, I've got a gun right here. You know, I can put this bullet right in your head. If you give up your shot for WrestleMania, I will leave you alone. And then WrestleMania comes, everyone's thinking, geez, this guy's like a proper psycho. We're thinking, you know what? The match starts. Next thing you do, you see that um, you hear Edge Musa come out. He runs out. Boom, wins the match. You know, does what, it, does what he needs to do. Pins Randy, match one, one, two, three. I know it's a bit crazy, I know, but still. Send that, <laughs> send that one as well. <laughs> Let's see what they think. I know it's a bit crazy, but hey, <laughs> this, this is how this is how Hitman, Hitman's Myers, Hitman Myers, Myers work. It's how the mind, my mind works. You need to get what, you need to get federation going. When I go for heat, I want complete heat. Heat. But that's what we're saying. Mm. We know Edge versus Roman, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah? Obviously, Riddle's the US champion. We know that. Yeah. Personally, I've got nothing against Riddle. Riddle seems decent enough. My only thing is this. His kicks look like garbage, man. It's, like it's weak. Mm. Yeah. Kicks, and remember, this guy can actually legitimately fight. Mm. He can't yeah. fight. It's not like he, he can't fight. This guy can fight. He looks weak. Weak. But you never know. You never know. Yeah. But, you know, obviously... You know, we talked about already. Um, Lashley going on to face Miz for the WWE title next week on Raw, which is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Who else is there? There's was it Lacey Lacey Evans? That was cancelled, wasn't it? So we we didn't do our predictions for that. We had to we had to add an extra over the weekend. They, they added the SmackDown, well, not SmackDown, the Women's Tag Team Championship. Yeah, with um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler against Sasha Banks and. Yeah. yeah. So we we both we both you pick you picked that's the one that won it for me. Yeah. You you picked Bianca and Sasha. Yeah. I picked Nia and Shayna. And, and they put it up. Like, yes, because now we just uh, the only one. So we got the, the triple threat wrong. All of us. We all picked yeah. Bobby Lashley. So me, you, and Julia all picked Lashley. So he lost us there. But that one, 
Uh, and Julia picked Sasha and Bianca as well. Yeah. So that one, like, then we had the same result for the mm. Chamber with Drew winning. Yeah. So I knew like, this, this is all coming down to this one. Either you and Julia beat me or I pull it out. It's just a one, it was a one match, one match race. You know what drives me nuts about these, these sort of pay-per-views? Hmm. Every pay-per-view, women's matches always seems to kill me off. Yeah. Every single pay-per-view, women's matches kill me off. It drives wow. me nuts. I'm always wow. winning and they, they, they just throw me off. Hmm. In predictions. It always, it always seems to throw me off. Uh, my predictions. Was it? No. You, oh, yeah. Who did you... Who did you predict for the Rumble? You you picked Charlotte as well, didn't you? You did say Bianca yeah. at one point. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Well, they, they helped me out on this one. Mm. So I can't, I can't complain. I got my, I got my first win <laughs> this year. So we're 1-1. One, one. You've, you've won yeah. the Rumble predictions. We couldn't, nobody predicted Miz <laughs> beating Drew because you know that wasn't on the, on the. I didn't predict he's going to beat Drew, but I did say to you that he, I do believe he's going to catch it and win it. I don't know how he's going to do it. I do. I, no. I've been saying it for when, weeks now. Nah, well, not, not that I've, oh, yeah. I've got any evidence you of. Listen to all the podcasts. You can, you can hear mm-hmm. it. You can go back and listen to it. You, listen, you never declared no, no, no. that Miz was going to. I never declared that he was going to win that chamber. I knew, as like I said, I, th- I remember saying mm. to you, I think he's going to win. But I don't know when. Because remember I said to you, it made no sense for this guy to beat Otis and just not win the belt. And I remember you were saying to me, oh, it gives him a storyline, innit? Otis obviously never going to win it, but it gives him a storyline. That's what you were saying. And I'm thinking, you know what? I hear that, but at the same time, for me, and I'm sure for many other people, it's pointless. You, you, it's pointless giving him the money in the bank to not win it. You're basically, like you say, you're cheapening it. You're making it, you know, irrelevant. You know, so in a way, I'm kind of glad he won it because okay, at least you've won it. Both title reigns now has <laughs> has has culminated basically in a WrestleMania. Near enough, so that's good. Mm. Uh, I don't count listen, your chickens yet. I'm saying he's going WrestleMania. He's going there. He's going there. I'm quite confident. I'm quite confident he's going there. If mm-hmm. oh, he's going to WrestleMania, but whether he's going uh, as champion, I'll make a prediction. If Miz does not mm-hmm. go to WrestleMania, I will shave my head bald. I will shave my head completely bald. <laughs> and what I will do is that obviously when you guys go on to is it Anchor? It's Anchor Spotify, yeah? Fine. When you go yep. on there, you obviously see a picture every time you lo- um, go on to our podcast. One of the pictures will be me with a bald head, a fully shaved, clean bald head. If Miz does not go to WrestleMania, right? That that's yep. a declaration. Yep. There we go, Miz. <laughs> you need to say Gabe's here. He's winning. He's going to WrestleMania. I know he is. He's going there. <laughs> He's going there. So you know, I've got no, I've got no qualms about it. I've got I no do. qualms about it. But John Morrison, what is he a babyface now? Nah, nah, no, Miz. He to me he feels like a babyface. He's, he's a goofy. He's a goofy bad guy, yeah. isn't he? As 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 we used to call him back in the day, he's a neek. He's a neek. He's a neek. He's a nerd. He's just <laughs> you're there again. You look good. You know, you look good physically. He's in great shape and everything. But it's like you, you don't do anything. You you don't you don't do anything. You don't do anything to stand out. 
Mm. He's goofy. Everyone's goofy. Who's not goofy apart from Drew? But even Drew, to a point, he's goofy, isn't it? Well, okay, Lashley's Lashley. not goofy. That's good. Who else? Yeah, see? We're going to struggle here. <laughs> yeah. um... There we go. You see? <laughs> there we go. Orton's not goofy unless he messes around with the fiend. Wait. Or, or, or does your idea of coming up through the water? <laughs> that's not goofy. That's <laughs> bad. That's that's, 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 that's like that, depends. That's depends psychotic. how it comes out. That's psychotic. That's, that's not. That's not goofy. That's psychotic. Ah, but yeah. So Randy's not one then. Mm, what's the See, you can't. You can't even think of it. It's a struggle, but what I mean is, he's kind of like he's not. Not presented as a serious character wrestler, yeah. really, is he? In a lot of ways, he can do. I mean, he can have his good matches here and there, but a lot of times he just he's just kind of like um, yeah, like fodder mm. and like comic relief yeah. with Miz. I was gonna say, is there anything else you've, you've seen? Anything else in the radar that makes you think mm, that's that's pretty good, or anything else that the fans need to know about? No, I don't think so. Um, obviously, we just got to see how things start to take shape now for for WrestleMania. You imagine it's going to be yeah. Orton and the Fiend in some form. I thought the Fiend <laughs> might come back. No, <laughs> but look, no. I mean, Randy just yeah. went out casually, didn't he? Without even any uh, interruption. But not a bad way. Do you want to see the Fiend against Randy again? I'll say if they do if they do a similar one to last year's Funhouse, was it Firefly Funhouse match with John Cena doing Randy Orton going through his his career? Not that it'd be um, a credible match, but it'd be entertaining. Probably more so than them having a normal. I don't, who knows what they're going to do now? They've had an Inferno match where he set the fiend on fire, so they got to they can't just have a straight up you, you match. Know, you know what? You just gave me the great idea, a great great idea. Randy Orton versus Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, but. Alexa Bliss in the spirit of Bray Wyatt. If it was me, as Gable Hitman Myers, I'll go in there, book Randy to beat the dog out of, out of Alexa Bliss. RKO her, chair to the back of the head, throw her through tables, and give the illusion that he's about to, you know, but he's about to burn her. Put all the gasoline, pour it on her, stump a mud on her face and everything. Then, you, you know, you, you, you pour the gasoline over, and you say to everyone, I'm going to burn you. I'm going to send you to hell. The lights go off. She's gone. The fiend's there. What do you think? Or was that, or was that too violent? <laughs> for, for t- <laughs> <laughs> it's too violent. <laughs> the mud hole in her face <laughs> before you set her on fire. I don't know. Or is that too violent <laughs> for WWE standard today? <laughs> no, 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 not since they burnt the fiend completely. Yeah. Toasted him. Well, look. How worse can it be from Ronda Rousey throwing over, throwing over these trained security guards, these trained bodyguards, you know, arm burner, throwing, throwing them over. Remember? When they had the storyline with, what was it? Um, mm. Ronda, Charlotte, and who's the other one? Uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. You have Becky and Ronda laying off clotheslining, kicking, throwing down these big, these big uh, bodybuilding security guards and everything. You know, but yeah, that's that's not a big deal. Again, in the premise of wrestling, everything is legal. It's like a movie. Everything is legal in a movie. My thing is this: if you don't like it, you don't mm. watch it. My thing is this: it comes a point 
sorry, apologize. It comes a point where you got to say, you know what? We got to get every single fan we can. Trust me, there's people out there who be like, oh my gosh, when you always beat up Alexa. Remember when it was, was it, Bar- it was Baron Corbin? Mm. It was the end of days to Becky Lynch. Look how mad the crowd yeah. was going. Remember? They were going berserk. Yeah, I remember. And that's Baron Corbin to Becky Lynch. Just imagine, Randy Orton comes in, boom, kicks on the face. DDT, off the top rope. You know, you know that's a little um, Randy Orton DDT. DDT, throw over. <laughs> he doesn't even close that off the rope. He, he catches, he holds her by the air and throws her over the rope, bam, right for the table. Yeah? Stumps a mud holder, punches yeah. her, kicking her. DDT and elbow, the whole lot. You know, you get the fans booing, you get the announcer basically saying, come on, Randy, you know. I know, I know the fiend hurt you, but come on, this is too much. Gets a gasoline, soaks with it, soaks her complete with it. Yeah. She looks at him. He stumps a mud horner again. He says, "Shut up." Then he gets the match. He says it slowly. I'm gonna burn you and send you to hell. Lights go off. The fiend comes out. Oh, he loses. That's it. When you want loses. See, Vince, you need me there, mate. You need me there. Trust me, you need me there. I know fans can complain what they want, but they'll watch it. All these little PC fans, these PG fans, trust me, someone like me there, you hate WWE, not because you dislike the company, but because you have that kind of booking, those kind of storylines, you think, jeez, man, what is wrong with these people? But you're going to keep on watching. That's how I think. What do you think, Anton? Do Do you agree with my assessment? I need to see it to believe it. I'm I'm gonna give you a hand getting your promotion up and running. So you cannot give an opinion on a uh, on my uh, booking of Randy Orton versus The Fiend for WrestleMania. It might be a bit much. <laughs> a little bit much. It might be a bit much. <laughs> Just a tad. A little smidge. What's too much? <laughs> the, the mud hole stomping back to the mud hole. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think it'll fly. Uh, uh, extreme violence. Soft fans. But... The soft WWE. Oh, hey, what can you do? What can you do? Anything else? Have you got anything else? Mm. You know what? I have got something else to do. No. It was the okay. passing of Butch Reed. You know, very sad to mm. do. Uh. For me, I, you know, I saw a little bit of what he, he did before. Again, he, I don't think he was the best wrestler. Before he did, he seemed pretty good. He was jacked. Jacked as, as anything. Mm. He did some work. Obviously, I know he did some work in Florida, in Mid-South. Obviously, he's more known for Doom, which, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so I love Doom. Love the music. <laughs> yeah. No, well, yeah. Yeah. Ron Simmons kept that, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they were a good team. Yeah. Short lived, but you know what? This is why this is this is one of the reasons why I've ne- I've never been an advocate for steroids because it catches up one day. It catches up. I know from the reports that I saw, I think mm. they said what he had what two or three heart attacks. I was like, oh, maybe like one really? or two or three. It's like, oh, that's that's rough. That's rough. Mm. But you know, rest in peace, Butch Reed, and I hope you're. Um, living, living it good in heaven now, and in no pain whatsoever. You know, so yeah. But um, yeah. Oh, before I go, 
before we go off to the mm-hmm. pawn shop. What the hell is this bad bunny bullcrap? What is this bad bunny bullcrap? What is this? Look, I know people can say something like, I'm a bit old, I like my 70s, I like my 80s, I like my 90s, but bad bunny? First, what kind of name is bad bunny? Bad bunny. What, the, what, what is this? Look at him. Okay, I know the 24-7 belt's a joke, but still, the hardcore time mm. was a joke, but you still had credible people holding the belt. Mm. I think, yeah, the 24-7 is, it's it's kind of like a just a novelty belt, isn't it? I mean, that, it was a Rob Gronkowski or just like news presenters and stuff like that. The intention, I think, is just, just for some comedy and to put it on non-wrestlers as well and just get extra sort of attention. Like he went on Saturday yeah. Night Live with it, didn't he? Weekend. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't take offence to it because I don't think it is a, is a serious belt. And wrestling isn't serious anymore in so many ways. I mean, how can you, and you let it bother you that no, much these days? It doesn't bother me. Just, it's just more the absurdity bit. Yeah, it would have done back in the day. I mean, it would, it would be a, akin to like a, similar to the David Arquette, Jay Leno type stuff. But it's like, yeah, wrestling isn't presented as this realistic, you know, sometimes mm. it is, sometimes it's not. So you just take, you know, when when they go wacky and over the top and contrived and silly, it's just, okay, it's, it, is, it is what it is. That, you know, it, and it's comical. That's oh, no. If you don't take it seriously, if you don't get by it, he had a the little backstage thing with our uh, truth on Raw. He had to get his belt back, and then Damian Priest sort of stepped up there. And he, yeah, he had these little puns and stuff about Bugs Bunny. That kind of yeah, it was a comical little exchange, and it's yeah, it's a vehicle for our truth anyway. The twenty four sevens now for him to do nonsense and wacky stuff. So Bad Bunny's just an extension of that. I, I, I think it's harmless. Just enough. think how much our truth has just declined. This guy was NWA champion in TNA, beat Ken Shamrock, the second champion. I know he had a little bit of the free life crew and everything, but he was decent. He had the thing with the Pac-Man Jones, which, you know, obviously wasn't that good. But, you know, he came, he came back to WWE, because obviously he was K-Quick from before, yeah? But, I won't, but wasn't him and Miz basically like, you know, they took over the company. Didn't get arrested, you know, all that stuff like that. You know, he fought, sorry. For a couple of weeks. Go on, he fought Cena and everything. But, no, he's like this. He's a clown. Hmm. He's a clown. You're a clown, really. I mean, <laughs> how how long did they dominate the WWE? This little awesome truth group, like Cena and Rock, just dealt with them. I think even Cena no, beat him in a handicap, didn't he? Or remember? No, oh, Cena. Yeah? Uh, Cena Rock. was in a match, but basically Rock was basically just manhandling Miz and R2, remember? Yeah, I mean they beat them easy, easy at Survivor Series and. Like, yeah, I, I don't think they. I, it was supposed to be like this really dramatic thing, like they're taking it over, yeah. breaking into the hell in the cell, and but they did. They didn't hold that um, <laughs> menace for very long, and then they just went back to both from being sort of like comedy. That that knows, me. that knows me. I'm sorry. Like, I like our truth. I remember our truth again before his current stuff. I remember him from TNA, you know, TNA. but I, I remember when it was K Quick. I was like, this guy's right. He seems right. But again, you know, he built in TNA. He mm. built himself. He built himself, you know, he was funny, but he could be serious. He played, like, you know, the African-American, you know, us against them sort of thing, which was pretty good. Then he had the thing with um, Conan and Road Dog. Uh, he had a little bit of Jeff Jarrett. Like, he was like, yeah, this guy's legit. Come WWE, and I thought, okay, mm. they're going to use him properly. 
I know not everyone could be the WWE champion. Not everyone could be the WWE champion. I get that. But it's like, to me, he's better than just a clown. He's good at what he does. He's funny. I admit, he is funny. But for some reason, I just think that he could just be a bit more up the card. Like, all right, remember, was it him versus Lesnar? I think it was in the ring. And I think he was, uh, he was doing a little thing with um, Paul Heyman and Lesnar. And Lesnar just laughed at him. Mm. <laughs> okay. Remember, I remember R-Truth, legitimately, R-Truth was a badass. He could defend himself. I mean, he's, he's not no punk, no weak, man. But again, on the show, he comes across like some, some goof. Yeah, but then that, that's been his niche. And look how long he's, he's sort of stayed in that role. And, you know, he's, he's, he's got some relevancy because of it, more so. Like, yeah, I, I used to say whether it could have, could have really pulled it off if they'd have gave him a different presentation, but he ain't done bad for himself in that sense. Like, so, yeah, yeah everyone, there's a place for everything. Yeah, you know, him having that role has been good for him. It's kept, yeah, and, he, and he's an entertainer. He's got that character. That thing with Brock was wasn't yeah. that about the Royal Rumble where he thought like that, that ended, and then he realizes, Lesnar, <laughs> oh my bad, <laughs> I forget that. Yeah. It's comical. It's I, mean, it's, it's, I get it. It's, it's funny. I, I get that. But it's just like what is he like forty something time twenty four seven champion? Yeah, I guess so. I've lost count. But it's like, it's like 46, last my count. So 44, 46. Again, if you look at his resume, again, people out there who love the belts, US champion, tag team champion a couple of times, NWA, NWA World of a champion when it still had some sort of cachet when, you know, Jeff Jarrett, put it back up a little bit. Even though I know Anton's not really a Jeff Jarrett fan, but hey. Um, no, he's great. You, yeah, you said from you said for so long you never saw Jeff Jarrett as a main event star, and you, yeah, right. Let let's let's say it, set it straight because you keep bringing these things up like there's no context to it. You would brag about how he is one of the all time greats because of his many 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 world championships, and I'm just saying that doesn't qualify automatically qualify you as such. I think Jeff is good. I do like Jeff. I like Jeff going back to mm. the WWF. It was Double J. Uh, I always liked Jeff, and and I'm not saying he shouldn't wasn't good enough to be a world champion, but it's the fact that in WWE it was just kind of like a everybody's getting the belt and it's but like look, it's just jumped say, up. You say everybody, That's, but we, we know it wasn't yeah. really everybody. Who 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 yeah, out of literally. the um, who out of the top ten in WWE really got the belt? Booker T, and that's it. When you really think about it, who really are that, you know, top or upper top area? Oh, sorry, mid-top. It's upper top? Yeah, gosh. Uh, yeah, the top, and you had the upper mid-tier. Who outside of that really got a shot? Nobody. Vince Russo. Vinnie Roo. Vinnie Roo. So where was Vinnie Roo then? Okay. Where was yeah. Vinnie Roo? Which me where was he? For all this great stuff he did with WWF, you know, with Stone Cold, with making the Rock, <laughs> making Triple H, uh, what's going to made Stone Cold, <laughs> with him doing the rest. Okay, all right. In all seriousness, Vin, you know, Vince Russo, like I said, for many, many times, he played a, a big role in WWF in the mid nineties. He did get WWE a little bit back up, but obviously he, he couldn't sustain it. Yeah, when he won the world title. Like you said, how did he win it? He got speared out of the cage, yeah? And we thought, okay, you know what? Booker T won the belt, yeah? 
He came out on Nitro with the belt, that which, you know, I get it, but it's like, okay, it looks a bit stupid. Okay, you won the belt and gave back up. Fine. I agree with Anton, it's stupid. But outside of Vince Russo, who else? Uh, Vince Russo and Arquette, who else got the belt? It wasn't a very well-protected title at the time, was it? It went from, I mean, for one, like Jeff, Jeff wasn't a bad choice, but I think he needed to be built up better to that over. I don't think they did. I don't think so. I think he came in quite quick as the chosen one. Was it Buff Bagwell with a um, guitar over the head? He beat... That's that's well championship material. He was beating down Benoit. Benoit was was a credible guy back then. Even you could say it. He had um he was affiliated with like, Kevin Nash with Scott Hall with Bret Hart as the um the NWO. He 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 moved on with Sid, lost a couple of times, then obviously eventually beat Paige for the belt. He was ready by then. He was getting up there. He was getting up there, but then then it's they're not meaningful title reigns, were they? What did he win it and some? He had the nonsense with Arquette and DDP, like he'd lose it very quickly to DDP. Then Arquette got it. Then he'd have it, and we, we talked about one where he lost it to Flair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, or did he beat? He must have lost it to Flair. This is how bad it gets. He must have lost it to Flair. Flair won it back. Uh, yeah. so Jeff won it back. Then Nash won it off him. Gave the belt to Flair. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't mean, that's, that's, I'm not specifically. I don't. You're right. It's not fair to put it on Jeff and say it's it's the shambles of a title picture at that time. But by token, that token, I'm saying you do, shouldn't then say, oh, because Jeff held that title three times during that period. He's um, great. Okay. He is good. But to say that's when he was I, him, I disagree. He was the NWA champion, which you have said already before. It would, you know, it may not have been the most prestigious belt, but it still has some little cachet in it. He he made it something. I think personally, when Jeff was NWA champion, it, okay, it was kind of boring. But he gave it that level of credibility. He did. <laughs> hold on, hold on, game. You're trying to defend him, saying he made it something. Okay, no, it was kind of boring, but it was boring. Come in terms on. Of, okay. Um, the stories around him, for whatever reason, the stories around him wasn't great. But he built and made that belt mean something again. He did. Again. How? Why? Why did it mean something? Why did it mean something? This. Yeah, how did he do that? How did he make it mean something? No, no, he had boring matches. He didn't have boring matches. I said yeah. the storylines right. story wasn't no. as good because again, he was beating like Monty Brown when he was a bit when he was a big deal. He was beating Jeff Hardy, he beat Hall, he beat um Nash, he beat DDP, he was beating all the guys which everyone was expecting him to lose to. So from a fan's perspective, it's like, oh, he was boring. Mm. He was boring from a, from a fan's perspective. But I think the fact that he was beating all these guys is again it built his credibility. It built like, you know what? For some reason, Jeff Jazz was winning. It was being AJ nonstop, being our truth, you know, Billy Gunn, Sting. I mean, so so when someone did beat him, it's like, wow, it has to be something. I, I, I remember, was it, was it Bound for Glory? Maybe 2006, I think. Mean. I remember when Sting beat him for the belt for the NWA World title. The crowd was going mad, legit. The crowd mm. was going mad. The dirt sheets were going mad. Said, thank you, somebody. But it was like, you know, it, it Jeff took the belt and made it again. I think okay, it wasn't the way it was in the eighties. I understand that, but he made it much better than it was in the nineties for sure and early two thousands. It was like okay, it was like it wasn't WWF, it wasn't WCW, but it was like just below WCW World Title, which is decent. It was worth much more than the ECW Title, that's for sure. 
and uh, sorry fans, the Chikara, the New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Ring of Honor, AEW, you know, much more than that for sure. So, Mr. Clean, anything, mm-hmm. anything else? I'm just, I'm just, anything so well, again. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think it speaks to your because you were a no, big no, fan no, of no, Impact. No, 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 no. TNA. It's not. I know. It's so, not that I'm a fan yeah, of Impact. So I'm mm. a fan of sports. In sports, when you win a championship, it means something. I know we've had this, we've had this before, me and you, but we've never had a podcast. To win a championship means something. So I'm saying, I'm not saying that okay, this guy's the best of the best. No, but I'm saying, in theory, if you win like ten or twelve world champions, that must mean you're good. Same thing like in football. If I win the Premier League, your, your, your team must be good. If you win the World Cup, your team must be good. You win the European Cup, your team must be good. Same in basketball. Same in the NFL. Same in boxing. If, you know what I mean? If I win the, w, the, the WBC World Title, the WBA, the IBF, you must be good. You're a three-time world champion. You know what I'm You're the undisputed world champion. You know? But... I know your philosophy is okay. You're a ten-time world champion, but you must have lost it what nine, ten times. Okay, mm-hmm. that's very true. But the fact that you're winning the titles back in there, I think, means something in itself. Okay, you're. Mm, it, it means something. Yeah, it doesn't mean as as good as to not have to win it back because you didn't lose. Okay, it. I hear that. Okay, I hear that. I hear that. But we would all agree. Again, just 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 going out there. I know there was a podcast before where we stated that. It might have been misconstrued, actually, that I said that Jeff Jarrett is better than Stone Cold. I never said that. <laughs> that was Edge. Oh, edge. That was Edge. Again. But I'm sure you would have, yeah, you probably have in, in the past tried to make a case for Jeff no, being no, no, better no, no, than Stone Cold no, no. as well. I, again, I like Jeff, but I'm not, I'm not stupid. But again, unlike all you fans out there, because I love the fans, but there's people out there, there's people out there who say, <laughs> oh, Jeff Jarrett isn't better than Stone Cold. You know what? To somebody out there, he is. And to that person, mm. they you know, they have every right to think that. You know, just because Dave Meltzer and all these people, even you to a point said, Oh, he's not better than Jeff Jarrett. So Jeff Jarrett is not better than Stone Cold. It's your opinion, but it doesn't mean you're right. You understand? So mm-hmm. everyone's entitled to the opinion. You know what I mean? Everyone's entitled to the opinion. But you know, I think Jeff Same as, same as people can say AEW you know, is better than WWE. They can kiss my ass. Ah, hold on, hold on. People's rights. Hold on. What happened to people's rights? People to an opinion. Have rights, but you see, the thing is, all those AEW fans out there. Again, you're not bad people, but I think you're a bit delusional. You like AEW because you don't like WWE. That's the reason why. That's where that's where you guys was born from. That, that's the premise of your company. But can we now segue this into the party shop? Because I think I've got something to say about this. Yeah, all about this. There we go. Then take it away. So, you know, we talk about Jeff Jarrett. We're talking about um, the AEW fans and everything. Again, nothing wrong with it. You have your show, yeah. Or the, there's wrestling promotion out there. Ring of Honor, all these other shows out there who have the better wrestling than WWE. Fine. Me, Gable Hitman Myers, and Anton Green, we like stories that make us believe. We want stories that's going to touch us at a point where we feel, you know what, we are personally invested. I gave the the story of Randy Orton going after Beth. People can say, you know what, it's violent, it's crazy. How dare I do that? How dare I say that? But you know what, it's real life. Wrestling is an imitation of real life. Out there in this world, 
this world is basically 18. We don't live in a PG world. I know we all like to think we do. I know, and personally, I would like us this world to be much better. But for every reason, this world is where it is. And we are all working together to make it better. So the fact that Randy Orton would do that to Alexa Bliss, okay, yes, man being up a woman is not good. Same way a woman being up a man is not good. But in the story, in the premise of the story, he's not beating her up, he's beating Bray up. Make sense? So look at it mm. from the story perspective. Okay, well, he's be the 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 physical that we're seeing is that he's beating up Alexa. But really, from a story point of view, which you're supposed to take it from, is that he's beating up Bray. A lot of these fans, they don't want believable storylines. You got the thing with us, um, Cody Rose and uh, Shaq. You got Jade, and what's it? What's the one called again? Is it? Uh, uh, I forgot the name. Is it Cherry? I see. It's so insignificant. I can't remember the name. But <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm not doing much. For me, you got AEW there. Yeah, like I said, the storylines don't make sense to me. You got the young Bucks and Kenny McFingerbang there. What's he doing? He's he's going out there and collecting the belts. That's fine. But in terms of believability, in terms of us or making personally, okay. Sorry. Anton has really stated he doesn't even know himself. This guy's been watching wrestling for 30 years, but yet they haven't even enticed him to even watch the show. They haven't even enticed him to say, you know what? Let me invest an hour of my week to watch it. Yeah? If you fans, and if AW's listening out there, which I'm sure hopefully someone will get given to them, go and hire Vince Russo. You agree, Anton? Go and hire Vince Russo. Hire this guy, and he will give you some storylines which will make you guys say, you know what, i got to watch it. Not because I like Vince Russo, because I have to see what this guy is going to do. Everything looks the same. I need something different. Anton needs something different. The wrestling world needs something different. From the moment you start the show, it's bang, 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 bang. Same tempo. Nothing changes. You got Brian Cage. I said before, big for nothing. Come on, people. Wrestling at one point was on the level of football in this country. It's, you know what I mean? It was, it was making the same numbers as the NBA. Think about it. Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, Michael Jordan, the WWF and WCW was getting numbers as high as these stars was on TV. If somebody out, mm. I did that. Mm. I did actually watch uh, a clip from AEW with Brian Cage powerbombing Sting. They enticed me there, but, but who, who enticed me in again? Sting. You see, Sting yeah. enticed you. Brian Cage, this big Goliath beast, should have been the one that said, "You know what, Anton? Damn, this guy. Yeah, this guy's good." But yeah, you saw him before. You know what? Yeah. Hmm. He actually did something. This he did actually do something worthy of his uh, sort of stature by laying out Sting with a power. But I'll, I'll tell you this: the only way that storyline is going to work for me is if Steve, if Steve, Steve, Steve Borden, Sting does not show up to AEW for two weeks. If he shows up to AEW next week without a limp, without a neck brace, without some sort of injury, you know, some sort of serious sign of his injury, forget it. Forget it. I don't... Mm. Well, isn't the match this, is I it this week? week yeah. The match? 
I think it might be this weekend. So yeah, he hasn't got lot. He ain't gonna be able to do much, much selling of it. But he sold. He sold it in the moment. I mean, to be fair, in this day and age, tables and all kinds of dramatic beatdowns don't keep people out for weeks. So one power bomb shouldn't keep him out. But he, he sold it in the moment as a big dramatic thing. Like oh my god, laid out sting. Well, he may have done that, but like I said. If Sting is basically not half crippled for that tag match, then he's irrelevant. In my, in my, in my opinion, he's irrelevant. Again, if Brian Cage, if you're listening, Sting's got a wife, go after the wife. He's got kids, go after his kids. He's got a daughter, go after his daughter. No one's saying. I'm advocating, go after them. Make the storyline a bit mean a bit more. Again, I'm a Christian, you know what I mean? I'm a Christian, but in the context of, in the context of wrestling, go after his, his faith. And again, I, this you know, my faith is something that I don't use, I don't play around with. But I know for a lot of people who mm. you know believe in God or you know who believe in something, if you challenge it or you go after it, it really rattles them up or it gets them going. Use that. Use that. Why not? Bay. It's only it's only my grind to gear, you know. It's only my thinking. Bay. Mr. Clean? Yeah, you, I took, you took the a shot, shot and I won. Anybody who has anything to say about it, Gab's Bruno on Facebook. Gab, so Gable. You know what? We're gonna leave that out there. We're gonna leave that out there. Gonna... <laughs> you know, yeah, what? You know don't, what? Don't bother me. <laughs> Gab's Bruno on Facebook. Gab's Bruno on Instagram. If you guys want to say anything, if you want to say Gabe, you're crazy, or you say, you know what, I agree with you, or say, you know what, you know, we prefer things to be PG. I'll say, look, you can kiss my ass, mate. You can kiss my ass about PG. PG is boring. PG is boring. AEW is is the is the antithesis of PG. They can go to hell. They can stuff me, Mister Clean. That's my parting shot, and that's what I got to say. So, thank you everybody for coming to listening to the business, and we thank you for a wonderful show. We will see you all next week. Please be safe. You heard the news already about hopefully the shops and everything go back to normal again in April. Everyone, we have to all do our bit. If you all do our bit, we're all going to get out of, out of lockdown safer, healthier, and in better shape for wrestling, but also for life. <laughs>